You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 247, Seven Ways to Make Parenting Easier and More Fun. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the podcast and happy May. It's warming up all over the U.S., Mother's Day is coming up. School is winding down. There are proms, graduations, end-of-the-year parties and recitals and all kinds of stuff going on at this time of year. So please remember, I'm here to support you through these seasons and transitions. And if you've been thinking about working with me as your coach, this is one of the best times to sign up because there's so much going on. And then by the time school rolls around again, you feel a sense of calm and excitement rather than dread and stress. So head over to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini to sign up for your free consultation with me during the month of May. Give yourself the gift of a free call for Mother's Day. Why not? So I was scrolling Facebook the other day when I came across a post that asked, if you could only use one word to describe parenting, what would it be? Take a moment right now to think about what your word would be. Notice how you feel when you think about parenting in that way. And just be curious about your answer. Don't judge yourself as a good mom or a bad mom for whatever word you chose. Just be interested in it. When I browsed through the comments on this post, I saw answers like rewarding, nightmare, humbling, blessed, roller coaster, and exhausting. But the most common word used to describe parenting was challenging. And yes, I agree that parenting can be challenging. Episode 195 was called This Is Hard, and I'll link to it in today's show notes because it's a great episode to listen to when you just need some validation that being a parent is hard. But sometimes I think we unintentionally make parenting more challenging for ourselves than it needs to be. I think we sometimes take things too seriously and complicate situations without pausing to ask the questions, how can I make this easier? Or what would make this more fun? And that's what this episode is about, because a huge part of my mission in life and what I enjoy doing is helping other moms enjoy their lives. I'm going to share seven strategies with you, and I recommend you start with just one. Because trying to incorporate too many new strategies could make things even more challenging. Choose the one that feels easiest for you to do, not the one you think you should do or the one you think is the best. Remember, we're going for easy and fun. The first one is to play. Kids and teens love to play. And whenever you can turn a task or a responsibility into a game, or infuse a little bit of humor into a situation, they're more likely to cooperate and feel connected to you. One game that always seemed to work in my family was counting to see how long something would take. For example, I'd say, let's see how long it takes for you to get in your pajamas. One, two, three, and off they'd go. 
My daughter was babysitting recently and she wanted the kids to brush their teeth. So she said, let's see how white you can make your teeth by brushing them. And when they were done, she squinted her eyes and said, oh, I need sunglasses. Your teeth are so bright. I can't see. Worked like a charm for them, just like it did for her when she was their age. If you want your kids to get off their iPads and come to dinner, pretend you're at a fancy restaurant. Walk over to them and say, excuse me, children, your table at Restaurant Family is ready. Please turn off your iPads and follow me. Then you could switch characters and pretend to be the server or chef and use a funny accent. Episode 38 is all about the power of play. So if you like the idea of this strategy, definitely check out that episode for more silly and playful ideas. The next strategy is to prioritize connection. I've talked before about the relationship between connection and cooperation. When your kids feel connected to you, you have influence. And when they feel disconnected, you lose influence. So to make parenting easier and more fun for everyone, focus on your connection. Make frequent eye contact when you speak with them and when they're speaking to you. Eye contact communicates that you see them, you're listening, you're present with them, and they matter to you. Instead of getting annoyed when they have a meltdown or trying to make them feel better, just validate their emotions. Let them know you understand their point of view. Engage with them. Be curious and open about what interests them. Connect emotionally with them first thing in the morning, when they come home from school and before bed. These transition times are considered challenging by many, but could be much smoother just by adding a little more time for connection. Number three is to take care of yourself. This is very straightforward. When you get enough sleep, eat well, exercise, and engage in activities that bring you joy and relaxation, you're better able to handle the challenges of parenting. You think more clearly and creatively, make better decisions, and let things roll off your back more easily. When you don't take care of yourself, you make parenting more challenging for yourself and everyone pays a price. The next one is to seek and accept help from family, friends, groups, or professionals. This could include getting support with childcare, home maintenance, errands, emotional support, and financial support. There are people and organizations out there who want to help make life easier for you, so let them. Number five, focus on what's going well in your life. The human brain's default programming is to always focus on the negative. It's the reason we can walk into our kids' rooms and immediately notice the one thing that's out of place instead of all the things that were put away. Why we tend to focus on the 20% they got wrong on their math tests instead of the 80% they got right. Or why my clients can't remember a single thing they did well that week because they're so focused on their so-called mistakes and shortcomings. Shifting your focus to what's working and what's positive can make parenting and all of life easier and more enjoyable because what you focus on grows. You start to see and create more and more evidence that things are good, that you have so much to be thankful for, and that maybe things aren't quite as bad as your brain is making them out to be. If you choose this strategy, write down three to five things that you or your kids did well every day. It doesn't matter how small, just start celebrating and noticing all the good and more will follow. 
The next one may seem a little counterintuitive because you might think it would make parenting more challenging, and in some ways it might at first, but it's to encourage your child's independence. Letting them problem solve, make decisions on their own, have more freedom and responsibility, and experience the natural positive and negative consequences of their actions will lead to more self-sufficient kids, which makes your job a lot easier. I think I've talked about this before. Years ago, I was very hesitant to let Marissa cook on her own. I was worried about her safety and the mess she'd make, whether the food would turn out well and wasting money. But because I eventually let her experiment with all kinds of dishes and methods of cooking, she's now an incredible cook and baker, and she willingly makes food for the family all the time. So while it might be a challenge to let go of your sense of control or fear, the payoff is worth it in the end. And the last strategy, arguably the one that takes the most effort up front for the biggest reward later, is to manage your mind. We each have something like 60,000 thoughts a day, and most of them are completely unconscious. So whether you do this on your own in a journal or with a mentor or coach like me, becoming conscious of your default thinking and limiting beliefs, and then reprogramming your mind with thoughts you want to think on purpose will help you show up in a much calmer and confident way, which in turn will make parenting easier and way more fun. And not only that, it'll also give you the courage and confidence to embrace and overcome challenges that do arise. So to recap the seven strategies, play, prioritize connection, take care of yourself, seek and accept help, focus on the positive, encourage independence, and manage your mind. I'd love to know which one you choose to focus on this week. So email me or DM me on Instagram and let me know. Also, share this episode with one mama friend who could use a little encouragement right now. And finally, don't forget to schedule your free consultation with me because I'd love to support you to make parenting easier and more fun. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.